This is Black C representing Greenlight Music Group. You're now listening to The Booth on Hoobazoo.com. Get with it with my homie Sinister. Get great! Flying at my feet, it took a nine millimeter rhyme straight to your mind. Damn, my better split. This is my time, so I make my way up the block. Get the home base and lock them. Run. Crack the cavassier and grab the phone. Call one of my troops up. Hope the soldiers when he says, Yo, what's up? What's going on? Make it quick, cause I'm trying to get my stellar on. Go. You grow up in the. These lyrical assassins tried to pull a hit and then boom. Came a noise from the other room. It was the boys in blue with the SWAT crew. They got us locked up for lyrical murder. It's one of them charges that you never heard of. It's the booth. The booth. The booth. The booth. Yeah, it's the booth. The booth. The booth. Yeah, we're killing all your podcasts like the HIV virus. You want to battle this kid? Huh, don't even try this. Back the uh. up, think again, count the ten. You want to grab that mic just to get done in? It's the booth. The booth. The booth. The booth. Yeah, it's the booth. The booth. The booth. The booth. Yeah, it's the booth. Was he African? African. African. No. He was American and he was like you. He looked just like you. He was Jewish. Just Wait, like okay. you. Jew. Okay. It's an odd crime for a Jew to yeah, commit. I'm pretty docile. Okay, so we have an African Jew wearing a hoodie. No, you don't. No. no, that's not what I said. Is that what you heard me say? I said he looked like you. Do you look like an African Jew? No, I look like a cop. Yeah. <sighs> he was Caucasian. All right, your boy Sins the One broadcasting live from the the City of Champions. You are listening to the booth. It is 7 p.m. It is June 29th. We are, Jesus, we are rolling along here, too, because we are coming up on July 4th weekend. We're coming up on what I had predicted to be one of the biggest holidays out there 
for 2021 as we come out of this COVID lockdown after 16 months. But before we get into this discussion and what we got going on tonight, I got to mention a big thank you to my boy, Matty Cameron of Matty C Sports for you and me. He held yeah. down the show with me last week. And then this week on the left-hand side, you can see my boy Solomon Clark of Solomon Clark Music. We met actually on the set of the film, The Game Plan with The Rock. Yeah. We, were, we were opposing players on The Rock's, on the rock, you know, opposing Rock's team in that film, we were the team that actually went up against the Rock's team in the final championship game that they filmed at Foxborough Stadium. Right. Solomon, you were like the equipment manager. I was a player. You was like the equipment manager. An assistant manager. Assistant manager. <laughs> on 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 this movie, and 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 we actually was able to play a little football on the field of Gillette Stadium. Um, it was a good time. It was a once in a lifetime. Yeah. Um, experience you know and um my claim to fame is that i actually got into it on set with the click clack under armor guy uh who was treating everybody like crap during the whole day talking about how extras belong in the back and we're the ugly people and things of that sort and i kind of said something to him and kind of put him in his spot and um you know a lot of people kind of applauded it and you know i, wasn't I remember gonna, that yeah i wasn't going to sit yeah. there and let the click clack guy cuz to be honest he wasn't no a actor either he was still a b list click clack right. under armor commercial guy <laughs> don't come over here with all that stuff that yin yang stuff boy you know yeah you put it in cuz i saw it on the field you know that was, that was dope <laughs> so we got we got Solomon Clark over here introduce your boy you got your boy on camera with you i'm here with was from FOE production family over everything this is my producing partner my writing partner we go back almost 30 years and years and we're we're back together collaborating on some stuff for my release that i'm trying to put out for next week it's been a long time coming through COVID, but we're trying to make it happen. We, we got a summer banger we're working on. We're trying to get it ready for the people. So, yeah. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. So before we get into this interview and the show, I got my sponsors to mention Michael Douglas Barreto, MDB Electronics. For guys who don't know who this is, this is the dude that when I'm my controller is, because I'm a serious gamer. And if I'm playing Madden or something and my controller drifts to the left or to the right, I send my controller out to MB, MDB Electronics. And you know what? He's been a sponsor for a long time. You'd think I'd stop messing up. It's like a tongue twister. But he has my controllers back within 24, 48 hours. I'm back to gaming because I'm anal about oh, wow. controllers. So wow. it's good for him. The best thing is, is you pay the one price, lifetime warranty. So if your controller breaks or does the same thing again, you just send it to him. He fixes it for nothing. So give him a big shout out. Michael Douglas Barreto, MDB Electronics. Also check out my cousin's clothing line, rebelrom.com, rebelrom.com. She's got the best in African-American wear. Good stuff. Check her out. Positive, positive clothing line. Tactical target systems. You guys see me on Facebook. I go to the range every now and then because I have this big fear of the zombie apocalypse. So I've been going to the range and getting my range time in. And, and, and I got my little zombie targets. And I'm ready. I got my zombie targets. Look, look, I, I, I'm look. I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be like. Well, to be honest. A lot of the black dudes on on Walking Dead have lasted longer than most black dudes in horror movies, so it's it's a good thing. But when yeah. the zombie apocalypse really does happen, I want to be that dude that has some longevity in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so if you feel like you want to be on my zombie apocalypse, I, I think I'm going to stop uh, uh, on my Facebook page for the booth. I think I'm going to stop putting people. 
who I'm going to have on my zombie apocalypse squad. Now, I saw this link of this eight-year-old girl. She, her name is Autumn. She has a Facebook, YouTube page. She's an eight-year-old girl, and she shoots firearms. This little girl is ridiculous. He's hitting targets from 50, 25, 75 yards. I'm like, look, girl, where do you live? I'm not a stalker. I'm not some freak or crazy dude, but I need you on my zombie apocalypse squad. You can bring your parents. She got the SIG 22. Is that the girl with the 22? Yeah, she got, yeah, she got the SIG. Yeah. yeah, you seen her. Oh, man. Her mom is no joke. Her <laughs> mom is. Her mom told the camera dude, like, don't get in front of the rain. Don't go down the rain. She had to pull oh, the camera guy back. And really? mom is just hitting targets. Yeah. Oh, that, that so I got to watch and see the mom on there. So check out Tactical Target Systems. Let Don Robinson know that you saw it here on the show, on the booth. Also, there's my artist, Vianna Marie. She's got some new yes. music that she's working on that's going to be coming out. Check out ViannaMarie.com. Everywhere, Vianna Marie, everywhere on social media. We're also going to be performing at Prova Brockton July 30th, and, and we're closing out Prova in August, but it's not confirmed yet. But we're definitely performing July 30th in Brockton. I will be DJing the set that night, and she will be performing. And we have a special opener that night. And I got to mention my boy uh, from Def Jam, um, John David out of New York, Buffalo. He actually opened for Genuine a few years back, and he stole the show. When he came here, that's all everybody talked about that night was, whoa, who is this dude, John David, who turned the place out? John David is coming here for two dates, July 8th and July 22nd. He's coming here with his band on July 8th from Buffalo, New York. They're called Soul Sessions. So, Dave, if you're in town, you guys can come down. Provis free of charge. They've got a food garden, beer garden, and we can check them out. So before we get into this... First story from the news. I got to get into my first guest. He's going to hang around with us, though. But as we said, I've got my boy Solomon Clark on, who, like I said, this dude was, you know, I met him on the set of a movie, and we stayed in touch. We, you know, we came a friendship. We, we always made sure we stayed in touch over the years. And um, then he was doing his thing, uh, doing stunts. He was doing a lot. You was doing a lot of stunts. And then you, you was doing, you was doing fight choreography on um, Empire, Texas wasn't stunts, you? Fire, fire, not on Empire. Empire... So my, my my life kind of parallels in three lanes, acting, stunts, and movies, the music business and artists and the writer and producer. And I've been in the security world corporately, executive dignitary and celebrity protection, celebrity protection for the past, you know, 30 years. And in the past five years, my company got the contract for Proud Mary, the movie that they shot in Boston. And out of 20 agents, I got picked to be Taraji P. Anton's security for Boston. And she hired me full time. I spent the past three years post-COVID bouncing around the planet with her, and Empire was our staple. So I was on the Empire set for three years, and then I get all these pictures from my friends from all the paparazzi stuff of me running around with her, and even after going to the BET Awards uh, in 2018, the Golden Globes, went to the Emmys twice, and on Sunday, I'm getting everybody hitting me up on my text, like, are you at the, are you at the BET? Because she hopes it this Sunday, but I'm right. like, no, I'm not there. I'm working on my music now so I can actually be on the show next year and not be security. But I have to put the security world to the side to focus on my passion, my love, my, my truth, which is the music. And I have to let Stuntman Dave go. It's on the shelf. And, and now it's all about the Salmon Clock music brand. And I appreciate you bringing me on. We're in a studio now working on my track. And I was like, I don't want to come on right yet because we're still in the middle of this. But... Let's let's bring it. I'm excited and, to be here, man. And yeah. the funny thing, just just going back real quick, the funniest thing I ever seen with you and her together was the Hot Wings Challenge. Hot ones, yes, <laughs> hot ones. <laughs> hot ones can't happen on a, on a whim. 
You put I, them I, we wings were, down, though. <laughs> we were bouncing around, promoting Proud Mary. We had uh, any food. The public at the time didn't book any food for the tour. And we ended up going to the Hot One show. And they're like, there'll be wings at the show. It ended up being 10 wings for him and 10 wings for her. And I was starving. So she turns and says, who's eating these wings? Where's my stunt double? Which was a, a play on Stuntman Dave. And then she pulled me on. They said, you got to eat them on the show. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to be the straight man to her her funny. She's very funny. She's got yeah, really comedic, yeah. comedic chops. And so I kind of stood there doing like the Lauren Hardy thing. And But I was ready to go for them wings. And yeah. I had never seen the show. So I had no idea <laughs> what it was about. And I, I bodied them wings, as somebody said. And yeah, and uh, sure for the team, you know? You sure <laughs> did. Shaquille O'Neal actually has a uh, Hot Ones sneaker for Reebok. I actually have the limited sneaker for those. And uh, oh, wow. I, I love them. They're, they're, they're freaking awesome. So you're on here now to talk about your music and your music production and what you've got going on out there right now. So talk about this music and the reason. What, how do you get that inspiration back? Because you was doing music before this. So right. how do you get that inspiration and that drive and that motivation back? I was always kind of doing music. And as we're on tour um, in different hotels, we're in L.A. We were in L.A. Uh, once, and there's always a piano in the hotels we stay because they're high-end hotels. When mm-hmm. I find it, I go down and play and sit and play. And one time I was playing and sitting there playing and singing, and I started feeling myself a little bit. And this old guy comes out of the bathroom, and I kind of stopped. And he goes, what do you do? And I said, security. And he said, no. He just started cussing me out. He's like, I'm in the bathroom listening to you play and sing. And he, this is your passion. This is what you should be doing. So I kept getting these kind of folks bumping into me. I'm singing, I'm humming, and going, you know, you should be doing this. And so during COVID, as things changed, um, the show shut down in 20, you know, mm-hmm. 2019 was the last, 2020 was the last season of Empire. And then my spirit was telling me it's time to get back and, and do the music again. And, and, uh, <laughs> Hence the name change, you know, it was hard being a sing, an R&B singer named Stuntman Dave, and it was, you know, fighting that tooth and nail, and Solomon is my middle name, and Clark is my, my government name, and it just sort of fit, and, and here we are, you know, I'm, I'm following my spirit, following the energy, you know, I'm catching the folks like you, and my boy was here, and Concrete, and I'm a name doctor, so there's so many folks that I, I you know, that are helping pave the way, and it's a higher power kind of pushed me too, and, and and, and here we are. So that's kind of where I'm at. Now. And the thing is, you kind of really have to do the name change because back in the day, old school, we had the Dave Clark Five. So yeah. you really don't want to be getting mixed up with that. And, and I you used know. to get that all the time when I was younger. <laughs> Dave Clark Five. But, you know, my godmother's like, you have you have too many names. I, I was David Styles back in the '90s. I was Daddy Cat back in the '80s. I was Hollywood Dave at one point. I was Stuntman Dave. And, but there's so many other names. Someone Batman at some point. It's, it's so many names that I've had. But I, I'm Solomon Clark is resonating with me, and I, I like that. And that folks is like Nick. I'm getting a lot of love behind it. So I just gonna take some folks a lot of time, a hard long time to kind of come on board because I keep them Dave and Dave is my my first name. That's my you know so my government name is David Solomon Clark. I'm using a, there's a lot of artists now that use their last name and their middle name, and, and it works. So uh. Right, yeah, exactly. The funny thing is, you know, you were talking about how, you know, you've, you've come up through the years. And actually, you, now that you mentioned it, I wish I pulled this picture up. But on your Facebook, if you guys go on Solomon Clark's Facebook page, go into his photo sections, he's got a picture, like, straight from the 90s with the new Jack Swingfield, 
feel you got the fade on top. You got the smooth look. You got... shout, shout out to creative director, my brother Roger Francis Pop, who shot that picture back then. And you know, you... I had a little bit of my little Marlin back then made my little money, you know, and, and you know, back when I had a 29 inch waist. It, it look, you know what? It, it, look, it looked like a promo shot from Juice Part 2. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you was looking you was looking like you was gonna be like like the bishop of the second film. Uh, <laughs> sign it up. Let's go. I would, you already know, you know. I got oh, my side man. card. I have my side card. Let's let's go. Oh <laughs> man, and you know, I, I used to envy you because you was doing the stunts back in the day, and I used to envy you because I've always wanted to be a stuntman. My my favorite idol growing up. Was Dar Robinson the stuntman who did yeah. some of the most successful world record yes. stunts throughout Hollywood? Mm-hmm. He he did he did the the, the longest free fall in the, the movie free fall, Stick yeah. for in the movie Stick for Burt Reynolds where he fell yes. off this building in in Chicago um, yep. into an airbag. And the sad Backwards. thing was, <laughs> yeah, the sad thing was with Dar Robinson's life and how he lost it. It was just a simple mishap where somebody assumed yeah it's Dar robinson he's a stuntman yeah he this and this and that and then what happened was he went down doing a simple motorcycle stunt and the ambulance was not on site and he a died. lot of stuntmen get hurt because they say let's do one more take and and they they end up falling correctly incorrectly and they end up hurting when i was nine even younger than that i, I saw uh evil knievel do his tricks on the bike and i was riding my bike and jumping off walls and Doing crazy things, and then I saw Hooper with Brett Reynolds and lost mm-hmm. my mind. And I was like, "Yo, yeah, you get paid to do this?" And yeah. one of my childhood friends, Kenny Pinnell, gave me the name Stuntman Dave at nine years old. And then in twenty nine, nineteen ninety nine, I went out to Seattle to USA and became Stuntman. And that was that, you know. So there's the universe putting it together for me, you know. So it's been like that my whole life. So nice, nice. So let's get back on the topic of this music, though. So this music, yeah. what kind of feel? you got going on for this new music that you're doing what, what, what we're we're doing the live band feel we're doing it's a modern music with a classic kind of appeal to it mm-hmm. uh we're doing it growing and sexy uh we're doing uh, uh, some of the young girls listening to the song say it bops so it's got a little bop to it mm-hmm. but also also coming with my ballad you know i'm a balladist so i gotta you know make it make it sexy for the ladies you know and and when the ladies are, the guys will follow. So that's that's what it comes down to. So and you're keeping it sexy. You're not doing what some of these other some of these dudes are doing. This and see, look. So for me, a lot of these new dudes out here, they're putting it right in your face and they're just saying it. They're just saying what they want to say. And I'm like, you know what? There's no originality. Good music is when you can take that pen and make lyrics. My feeling is, is if it makes it on the radio, but you're listening to them lyrics, you're like, ooh. I, I can do sexual connotations. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I didn't got to put it in your face. And, yes, exactly. And... That's that's sometimes when people say, "Oh, I don't like the f bomb. I don't like this." I'm like, you do realize that when somebody writes something and gets it on the ear, but you know, as a, being a writer or a producer, that that yep. line was totally out of control and got past the senses and everything. Like right. it, that. That's good writing. That's good art. Exactly. In the Poetry. '90s, the '90s was like that. The right. '90s was like that. The the writing was so well, good. Well, I, I I don't want my you know the older heads to cringe when they hear the music, and I don't want the younger heads to exactly. be disconnected from it. So, uh, I'm as I'm playing some of the stuff that's in its its raw form, I'm getting a lot of good feedback from the young heads that are like, yeah, good. I'm feeling this, and and I think we're missing 
that real music appeal. I think somewhere in the 90s when they cut out the, the, the school um, programs, kids didn't play instruments anymore. So they had to use the beatbox, they had to learn other ways, but that became the staple. And I'm trying to bring it back to real drums, real guitar, you know, real bass. And if not real, having that feeling where it has those breaks and it's not all syncopated. And the right. syncopated stuff is cool. Some of the new stuff is cool. And I, I'm up for collab with anybody who wants to collab. I'm, I'm here, you know, as yeah, I told folks. It, 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 you know, it, there's a time for me. It's like there's a time and place for certain music, you know. Exactly. Like, I was driving home from work today on the highway, and I was listening to the corn because I was in the corn mood. You know what I'm saying? My my music library well, I got is, a, is vast. I got an eclectic from yeah. from classical. I played classical piano for a little bit. I played jazz piano for a little bit. I played a little bit of you know piano as well as hard rock. And there's stuff I hear that I like in hard rock and heavy metal and and reggae and even reggaeton, a lot of the, the listen to a lot of Latin stuff right now. Yeah, so yeah, even right. hearing some some stuff with that vibe. So I'm I'm yeah, it's music music is the one thing that connects everybody, you know? Because right. I had a, a friend that was my cousin was overseas and he said that he's he's on stage in Croatia or some crazy country and they don't even know English, but they know every word to his song. He was like, Wow. So that's that, you know. Shout out to Chip Fool, my cousin. I, I have to you know, I'm a name drop. <laughs> <laughs> that was his story. So. That's okay. That's okay. Now, your producer, how long has he been producing? How long has he been in the game? How long have you been in the game? I'm going to yeah. step out of here for a second. No, you can stay with him. You can stay with him. <laughs> I can see, yeah, because I can see both of you. You both right there. Yeah, you both. Yeah, I can right. step away for a second. Yeah. No, no, you're good. He's good. How long you been producing? Oh, how long you been in this game? I've been in this game every since, oh, my goodness, middle school. Oh, I. I, I was doing my little songs. I was inspired by from gospel to Motown to uh, song singers like Bobby Blue Bland, mm, uh, yeah. uh, Al Green. Ooh. If you remember those trips, those long trips you used to take down south to go mm -hmm. see your, your, your in folks and your parents always had them eight track tape players. <laughs> <laughs> I still have the eight track tape player with uh, Al Green and his Superman suit on the cover. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and people, people don't forget either the eight track you had, it was an acquired taste because you'd be really getting into a good song. And then the track program would change. Cause you had oh. four tracks on the eight, tr on the eight track player. And, you, exactly. and you, you'd be into that song really good, and then that pop pop because <laughs> it would switch the. <laughs> oh man, you know. Yeah. Yeah, boy, I know exactly yep. what you're talking about, boy. Yeah. And, and so to be I... honest, I don't want to talk too much about that the eight tracks because I still owe Columbia House some. Free oh. <laughs> Must have had like eight different names I registered under. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So music has always been in me from a from a tiny bopper all the way up to high school where I actually really started actually getting on stage. I love to get on stage. Back then I used to sing a high falsetto. I always started out the falsetto with from Michael Jackson to to Smokey Robinson mm -hmm. to you know I always sing falsetto. So one day I decided to um, join the choir. Shout out to Mr. Wiggs if he's still alive. Uh, and he made me do an audition in front of the whole class. 
and I sung, uh, Why Have I Lost You? <laughs> oh, Cameo. Yeah, by Cameo. Yeah, yeah. And the girls were screaming, oh, the yeah. guys were like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was hitting them high notes and beautiful. When I finished, he said, Mr. Singleton, that was beautiful. He said, it brought tears to my eyes. He said, now, sent me. He said, now let me hear what you sound like. And I go, huh? <laughs> he said, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're natural. Let me hear what your natural is. And I've never used my natural. I always did hard falsetto. Right, so he right. said, from the way I talked, he said, go home and study some. Uh, he, he said, uh, Johnny Gill was one of them. Mm -hmm. um, he said, some uh, LTD. Mm -hmm. He said, Ooh, the yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. You know, he said, he said, but once I started using my natural, he said, my falsetto would dissipate. He said, it would, I would lose it. So I went home and I started writing songs in my natural. And sure enough, I would always add the high voice in the background. So when I met Dave, I was writing songs for the group. I never put myself as the lead singer. I always put who I heard lead the song first. And then I'd always add a little extra sweetness in the background for the high, high, high tenor. And mm -hmm. I'm basically doing that way every, every since. You know, even now, you'll, see, you'll hear me every now and then use background high centers, but I'm always using my natural now. Mm. So, so I always like to ask musicians and producers this question because I'm a big fan of music and I have, I have my faves. Um, I'm going to ask your producer first before I go to Dave. Um, if you could be in, inspired to play or perform with somebody, who could that? Who would that be? Dead or alive? Oof. Um, that dream. That dream person you would be like, damn, I need to be in the studio with this person. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's, oh, a, that's a hard question. There's so many. That might, might, might be a two-part. There's so but, many. Uh, There's so many. Oh my goodness! Now down to two. <laughs> okay, I, I got I got two. So I I would like to do a a, a duet with uh with with Auntie Auntie Labelle. Oh, Pat, Auntie Patty. Yeah, I would love to do a you know I'm old school so I'd love to do a duet with her. I'd love to write a song for her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, who else would be? Uh. Jeez. Oh, you you did it. You did it. Um, I would love to have produced with Rick James. Ooh, yeah. yeah. They yeah. said he was a. They said he was a beast in the studio. They, they yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. My oh my goodness. Yep. My my first my first forty five <laughs> was you and I <clears throat> when he when he first came out. Now, now you're going there. And it was a little record store up on Washington Street. I walked all the way from Bowden Street all the way to Washington mm -hmm. and bought that little forty-five and played Skip, it till Skippy, the Skippy White. Played it. Skippy White. Skippy White. That'd be Skippy no, no, White. No, it, was, it was a no-name record store. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was on the corner. It was Bowden. on the corner of, oh, wow. of Bowden, and it was right in Four Corners. Mm. You know, it's a it's a T-Mobile store now, but right. that's where I bought my first record at. I. Mm. I I used to do paper, paper, sell Paperboy, 
and I made my little money to go up and buy that record, and I played until it skipped. <laughs> we had to we had to take a penny and take it to the top of the, the needle so mm-hmm. it wouldn't skip. So it wouldn't anymore. bounce yeah. on that skip. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the yeah. struggles back in the day, Dave. Who's yeah. yours? <laughs> they don't know about the struggles. They don't know about the struggles. <laughs> who's yours, Dave? You're two. All right. Um, my all-time favorite singer was Donny Hathaway. Ooh, I think gone, gone, gone too soon, and. Yes. and an incredible voice, and then I skipped ahead to Luther Vandross because that's mm-hmm. another voice oh, that you know. But to be on stage with with, with Funkadelic of Parliament is that that's I'm a big funkhead man. Yeah. My first album was Bootsy Collins' Jam Fan. That that wow. you know. So and One Nation is my favorite song of all time. That might be a trivia question, but that song <laughs> catalyzes my my whole life. That's fifth grade. This jamming to the box with the tape, and we would just rock that song. So I think that the, the heads were out on the ta- on the the bass, you know. And I'll tell you the craziest thing that ever pisses the the one of the things that pisses me off when people talk music and stuff. When people always talk about some of the greatest producers out there, a lot of heads don't mention George Clinton at all in their top oh, five. God. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, how do you? I, I mean, I know you all, you all got to realize that when you mention Dr. Dre as number one, you're being disrespectful to George Clinton because that whole Dr. Dre first album oh, is inspired by a lot of George Clinton stuff. So you yeah. got to recognize George Clinton. George Clinton was doing music for people that people didn't even realize. And he, exactly. It's exactly. crazy how George Clinton exactly. doesn't get that respect. And the, right. the Parliament, Funkadelic, and the Bootsy Collins and the George Clinton experience, that, that whole thing right there, I, I, I'm surprised we haven't had a George Clinton movie yet, to be honest. I know. I was, yeah. I was just thinking, yeah. oh my God. I was just thinking that. They touched a little bit of it on... Um, on on the Soul Train series, where I didn't know that he actually stole um, Bootsy from James Brown. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he yeah. did. Wow! And they they, they actually got it. into where it was going to be a big fight. <laughs> That it was it was a while. I was I was amazed. And you know how it was back in them days. There was there was probably a razor involved or something because yes. back then brothers carried razors. It wasn't the guns back oh, then. Yeah. Was, you know, you always oh, had yeah. that one dude in the crew that had the razor ready to go. You know, yeah. Yeah. James Brown sung about that stuff in his music. You know, right. I yeah. may not know karate, but I know, I know the razor. razor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, the lyrics back then people don't even oh, realize. Goodness. So, like I said, you know. Minds, you know, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of of Charlie Wilson. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've I've actually gone to see Charlie every time that Charlie has come around to this area. I actually went all the way out to uh, Ohio to see Charlie oh, wow. Wilson. Um, he performed the show with Kem, Fantasia, mm-hmm. and, yeah. T- and Tank, who I oh, also okay. feel is another underrated. Kem and Tank. Oh yes, I've seen Tank live a few yeah. times. Underrated Tank, singers, Tank man. Yeah. Oh. Man, you know, and I'm a big fan of the underrated underrated singers. To be honest, yeah. I've always had this. So thing. I. I, yeah. I saw Tank open for Genuine, which is crazy because mm. he look, was part of Genuine's group. So, huh? Look, look, TGT, Tank, yes. Genuine, and Tyrese. That yes. album, that album, Three Kings, was probably one of the best R&B albums. But it's so sad that we, as a community, and and three black didn't men didn't support just, it. Just what well, we supported it is the fact that their egos couldn't mm. keep it together, so they could oh, promote it. Yeah. Because if they weren't beefing and if they weren't doing what they was doing, 
the record company was able would have been able to market that album uh, the way it should have been. Exactly. But unfortunately, the egos they couldn't stay that they couldn't mesh, and right. you know they didn't get along. Tyrese is you know we all know that Tyrese is a hothead, and it's just sad because that was one of the greatest R and B albums. That, that yeah. was, for me, that was a super album. That was yeah, that definitely. that TGT was this generation's LSG, right? You know, so yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. So, um, before we get into the rest of the topics for this show, how can guys follow you? Check out this music, your social media. I want to get this all out there right now and mention okay. the studio too, the production so, studio. Yeah, so I'm at SalmonClockMusic.com, SalmonClockMusic on Instagram, SalmonClockMusic on Facebook. I just keeping it simple. It's, everything is Solomon Clark music, and if it's not that, it's Solomon Clark. And uh, look out, we're trying to get this going for next week, and I got some more songs I'm working on. I got a lot of support, as well as my man Sinister One here, and and I appreciate everybody supporting this project and supporting the new brand. And I know you slipped a few times and called me David, but that's all I good. But, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take a while, but you know, I know, folks. Solomon is going. That's it. That, that's where we're at, and it, it's. Again, the higher power is pushing it through. So I know y'all folks been waiting for a while for this to come out, but it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. So if you want to support, you know, Salmon Clock at Cash App, we're, we're definitely trying to fund this project. You know, these things take 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 money and support. And putting together a GoFundMe once we drop the single and gonna have some Salmon Clock merch. Do I have my mask on me? I think I left my mask in the car. I left my mask in the car. <laughs> but it's it's on the page. You know, we got masks and T-shirts coming. And yeah, was yeah. All right. Uh, I have uh, four songs out, four singles out right now. You can find them on iTunes, Apple's. You can find them on Spotify. Uh, one of the major songs is called uh, 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 "Unfinished Love." Unfinished. Now, "Unfinished Love" was written for my high school sweetheart. Back in high school, we were, we were, I was so in love, but you know the story, you never know how bad you love someone until they're gone. Right. 20 years later, she came back. Oh. And this year we'll be getting married. Oh! <laughs> yeah. So that song, Un- Un- Unfinished Love, was the, is the title. Check it out. It, um, you can find it on Reverb Nation. You can find it on N1, uh, Spotify. The artist's name is Was. W at sign S. Was. W at sign S. Okay, so people, you want to make sure you check that out. And um, you guys are going to stay on with me for the show, right? Talk some of these topics. Jump in. We're going to hang for a bit. Yeah. Okay, all right, cool. So down below here, let's get into the news booth. Rest in peace, Sean Merrill. Uh, Sean Merrill passed away. He was the head of Teen Challenge. He lost his battle with addiction. Um, for those who know yeah. Teen Challenge is in the malls, they're always recruiting. Um, he lost his battle with addiction, and his services are going to be held tomorrow night. And this is just a huge, huge loss to the addiction community. Um, Sean was someone who helped out when my ex-wife's sister passed away, leaving a daughter wow. behind. So Sean was, yeah, this is a big loss. So 48 years old, so rest in peace to Sean Merrill. Yeah. Um Again, it's a big loss. Got to also mention, we had a motorcycle ride to raise money for the Boys and Girls Club for Tim Dog, veteran Tim Dog. Uh, you really can't see his shirt, but he passed away last year during COVID. 
we had a big motorcycle ride for him. As you can see, my motorcycle in the background. Uh, my my bike, Vengeance, is in the background with the president. Yes. Helmet. We yes. rode that in the uh, ride yesterday. We had 150 motorcycles, raised a lot oh, of shoot. funds for the Boys and Girls Club. So I want to thank everybody turned out for that. All right, so here's a topic that you guys are probably going to get involved with. Over the weekend in Winthrop, um, we had a shooting uh, with a gentleman named Nathan Allen, 28 years old Nathan Allen. He executed um, two people after stealing a box truck and driving a box truck into the building. When he exited the box truck, um, Ramona Cooper, an Air Force veteran, she tried to confront him. He pulled the gun. She tried to run away. He shot her three times in the back. Then retired state trooper David Green told him to drop the gun while people were running. David Green, a retired state trooper who was also black, dragged Nathan into an alleyway so he couldn't shoot anybody. But while they were shooting, while they were fighting and tussling in the alleyway, uh, Nathan Allen shot Mr. Green um, in the head, and he died from his injuries. The... Chief of police from Winthrop showed up and shot the shooter, Nathan Allen, so he's dead. But after doing the check and investigating his house and his social media, it is found that he was a white supremacist connected to a couple of websites. Um, he was had a ton of anti-Semitic and racial stuff on his social media pages. And, you know, a lot of people, <clears throat> when this story first broke, the sad thing was a lot of people was going, yeah, welcome to, welcome to Biden's country. Welcome to this. And here we go, people. This had nothing to do with Biden being president. This is the same racist rhetoric that we've been dealing with for the last three years um, that people seem to think is not out there. But it is out there. And, it, you know, it's sad. And, you know, I got some stuff to talk about that made history this week. But it is sad that here in 2021 that someone is taking the lives of people because of the color of their skin. Because they said there was like, it was like, 10 to 15 people in this area and the only people he shot were the black people and that's just sad and scary so i don't know if you guys have any comments on that real quick um in regards to the you know the state of the of the nation right now in regards to this you know this white supremacist type stuff i could say it's sad i mean being being from from boston from roxbury it's been a it's a diversity so everybody growing up we all got along, you know, black kids, white kids, Spanish kids, Asian kids. And a lot of the programs that we were involved in were geared towards that diversity. So to hear this kind of stuff going on, it's it's just chilling, you know. It's it's, it's hard, you know. It's Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a tough one. And, you know, my prayers and blessings go out to uh, Ramona Cooper and David Green yes. who lost their lives. You know, it's sad. Here she was. She's an Air Force veteran. She's seen some time in the military, and then right. he was a state. He was a state trooper for like thirty-one years, and you know they both lose their lives in a hate crime. That's just craziness that when this happens. So, um, I don't. I don't know. It just boggles my mind. Um, down in Georgia, a sergeant's been demoted after he left his canine dog in the back. He was demoted. Now, for me, I, I don't get it. Demotion. A, a, a canine is considered your partner. You bring your canine home. You bring your canine into the house. You put your canine in the pen. Your canine is considered your partner. We just had a canine who died during an during an incident here, and they got they had a whole funeral for the canine at Gillette Stadium. They right, had the yeah, flags yeah. and they had everything. Yeah. So 
I don't understand how a Georgia sergeant is demote just demoted. There's no negligence charges. I mean, that's I don't know your feelings on that, guys. Anyone want to chime in on that one? What do you think about that? Uh, I have no words for that one. Yeah, it's again tough. That's this. You know, we're at a tough place right now where you're seeing a lot. I, a lot of this stuff has happened in the past, but it wasn't televised, and now it's good that this stuff is coming out. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and we're getting to see. Uh, I think someone said this is not new; it's just being televised now. Right. We got camera phones everywhere, and people are, are documenting this stuff. But yep, yeah, I, told, I, I don't know. Well, I've told people before, and I've mentioned it on this show many, many times. Back in the day in high school, I had to read George Orwell's 1984, which talked about Big Brother. And I, you know, yes. back then, Big Brother was the government in that book. And I've told people today, fast forward, his story is right, book. but we're, yes. we're, we are Big Brother. We right. with the cell yes. phones. We're the Big Brother. If this yeah. young girl didn't capture George Floyd getting murdered on camera, it would have just been another black man dead, and we would have been arguing back and forth. But because this whole incident was captured on Big Brother's camera, Right, we yeah. now have Derek Chauvin about to serve twenty-two to five, life, pretty much. You know, yes. uh, in this case. So I'm, yep, I'm glad that glad glad that we do kind of have Big Brother. Moving on in the news booth, Richard Branson and Elon Musk, the two of the richest men, are going back and forth right now, um, trying to get customers into space. Richard Branson, owner of Virgin Transatlantic, has started Virgin Galactic, and he's wow. his rocket has now been approved to fly by the FAA. In other words, he's able to now start selling tickets, taking reservations, so people can fly into space. Are you ready to go to space? Yo, yo, for real. I, look, I saw this story. I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't, it's too you soon. You shaking your head. It's too soon. <laughs> I had a client when I was doing security that worked on the Hubble telescope, and he said, anything in there could kill you. So you're up there, I mean... Anything could kill you. That you, you fart could kill you. <laughs> you, you, you swallow the toothpick could kill you. So there's so much. It's too soon. You know, I'm gonna wait. Give me about ten years when they do all the tests and, and have everybody kind of, you know, figure it out. But it's too soon. Yeah, really? they, haven't even, they haven't even discovered half the stuff here on Earth yet. So. <laughs> Unless they ain't trying to tell us something that this Earth is dying, like yeah. in the movie, you know. And that's that's the way. Well, we're going to go to Mars I mean, to get out of. If we, if we can, if you can take some of that money like that, I mean, let's conquer. Let's use that money to conquer hunger and homelessness. You know, and homelessness, and, 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 and then we can talk say, about space. There's just too much work to do here because on Earth. Because also, I'm sure the ticket price is going to be far more than me and, and you. It's and, not going to be like and we know it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not hundred grand for a trip to, to Mars that, yeah. that can kill you. Okay, going to have to hit that it's lottery. Not, yeah, it's I'm, not I'm, like it's not like I'm, we can I'm, take I'm, the bat bus. I want to do I want to do insurance policy for people going to to Mars that way. If they don't oh, come back, I can collect that money. Yeah, so. the insurance policy to go up in space has got to be large. Uh, moving into the legal booth, as I just mentioned earlier in this other story, Derek Chauvin reportedly close to reaching a deal on his federal charges. So, in other words, he was found guilty on the state charges of murder. Mm-hmm. And now yep. we have the federal charges. And here's the deal, people. Here's what's happening now. They don't want to go to court now and have the federals decide because he can end up being with more time. So what they're yes. going to do is they're going to reach a deal and they'll probably plea 
and get 22.5 on the federal side too. And then what they'll do is they'll run it coincidingly. Um, either way, that's still a win-win for me. I don't care. As long as he's found guilty of murder on both federal and civil, I'm happy with that. I don't care if they cut some deal, you know? Yeah. Cause to be honest, I, I'm placing bets. I, well, here's the deal. <clears throat> and I think this is a strategic thing. If he stays in state, there's a chance that he ends up getting into Gen Pop or something like that. If he pleads now and he gets the 22-5 on the federal side, that's going to push him into a federal pen where we all know that if you go to federal prison, it's like Club Med. Yeah. And that, that's the sad thing, but that's that's what's happening. I don't know about that, but <laughs> Club Med, I, I'm not trying to go to that Club Med. System. I'm sorry. For no reason, nobody. Uh, you know, I got my, I got my Keith Mitchell shirt on, so I'm not going. I'm not doing time for nobody. So no, not, not, not no. That's why I'm singing music, yeah. R&B. That's it. I'm a, I'm a lover. You know, no, not, not, not doing time. I'm sorry. Oh man. Also, in the legal booth to close it out. Rudy Giuliani's license has been suspended for pushing that false election narrative. He's been suspended from law. He can't do anything. Um, and they're setting him up for him to go pretty much kind of to go to jail. The question is, is he going to sing on Donald Trump? We'll see. Moving on into the entertainment booth, I got to mention people got to keep voting for Van Bates, who passed away. Black Hesha's album is nominated for Best Rap Album, Saints and nice. Sirens. Keep going on San Diego Music Awards and vote until the end of the month, and we'll okay. see what we can do. Yeah, good stuff. Also in the entertainment booth, Harrison Ford was seriously injured filming Indiana Jones 5. He messed up his shoulder. Um, oh, man. Yeah, Indiana Jones is like 78 years old, and he's yeah, still doing yeah. his own stunts. Yeah. It's in your blood, man. It's in the blood. <laughs> the I, mind I get, is a liar. Now, real quick, um, day. I mean, Solomon. 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 When, when, when actors do their own stunts, if I'm not mistaken, they have to get certified, just like Tom Cruise did when he was doing the Mission Impossible movies. Right? There's a whole. To some gun- degree, some, sometimes it depends on how dangerous it is. But sometimes, yeah. You, I mean, you got you got to have a stunt coordinator that's willing to use it because, again. Him getting hurt, just the production down. Now mm. all them folks are, are waiting to get paid, unless it's an assurance day, depending how long it is. Right. But remember on the game plan, The Rock got hurt and they pushed the movie. That's right. Like he six messed months. up his Yep. He pushed his, he messed up his, his ankle. ACL. Yeah. You know, what the, what, the funniest thing is too, right? All about that movie and filming that movie with The Rock and stuff. And the one thing that you would think I would I would remember out of it all was the catered food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I was like, yo, like, they eat like this on the movie set? This is movie no wonder movies TV cost show. too many. <laughs> Shoot. It's like a five-star restaurant. You oh. got a good crafty, too, and a good catering. And shout-outs to Mario's Catering in Atlanta oh, and Chicago. So. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? You look, feed me all day, all day. Uh, I got a trailer to show you guys real quick. Uh, brand new trailer from Netflix, an all black movie cast for this film. The harder they fall, that's gonna be dope. I just saw that. Yeah, featuring oh. Regina King, Adurus. Oh, look, I'm just gonna show you guys a trailer and break yes. this down real quick. This is the harder they fall <clears throat> on Netflix, and then after that trailer, you guys are gonna see the trailer from Halloween Kills. Look, Michael Myers, zero F's given right now by Michael Myers in this trip. Yo. This is the horror movie murder rate in the opening scene 
is setting it right off. Look, let's let's just get into these trailers. I don't want to see that. I want to wait for the movie. Here we go. Here we go. Train your damn stupid nick. You know, he might could have said We ain't no nincompoo. Open it. We're gonna play for you how our first tune is called. Let's start what we have come into the room to do. Right on. Here goes. You do know how to make a grand entrance. I know who you are. The angel who hunts down those who trespass against him with no mercy. with the bland Running. Evil dies tonight. I left the door! 
I'm not just gonna sit and watch another innocent person die. If you track Michael's victim, that's a straight line to Michael's childhood home. What do we do? We fight. Let's hunt him down. Michael Myers is flesh and blood. But a man couldn't have survived that fire. The more he kills, the more he transcends. Run! Go home now! He's the essence of evil. two trailers right there the hotter they fall in halloween kills i told you guys zero f's can't wait by michael myers i can't wait who who kills firefighters like that used to be like a movie <laughs> no-no like you couldn't even show anybody kill firefighters in films because everybody loves firefighters but yes, halloween yeah. kills opens up with michael myers wiping out an entire firefighter squad who's trying to save his life from being burnt up that that's some. That, look, if I if I was a firefighter and I saw that scene, some people are gonna start dying. If I'm going, to... <laughs> yeah. oh, no. boy, yo, don't put that fear into me as a firefighter, boy. So, oh. but the hotter they fall, y'all saw that all star cast: Adoris yes. Elba, Regina King, uh, Jonathan Majors, who is on um, the HBO show. Um, H.P. Lovecraft Country, which was yes. yep. one of the most underrated black shows. Yes, yes that it was is. phenomenal. Yes, it is. Yes. I, I can't wait for second second season to come. Yeah, you know, a lot of knowledge. A lot of H- HBO put a lot of black knowledge out there. You know, right? Um, a lot of people, if it wasn't for Watchmen, a lot of people yes. didn't even know about Black Wall Street. About Tulsa, yeah, a lot yeah, of black people didn't know about that. But yeah, nobody yeah. really yeah. knew about that. So. You know, I get to give big props to them. Uh, heading into the sports booth. How many minutes I got left? I got about four minutes, so we got to bang this out. Uh, heading into the sports booth, Nia Long is coming to Boston. Ime Uduka was hired to be the Celtics head coach. Nia Long is coming here. She's going to be in the stands along with her and along with Ella May, who's dating Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. But Ooh. Nia Long, oh, man, we all remember seeing her on Friday. We all remember, look. <laughs> Stop playing. She took this picture with herself in in a Celtics jersey on and I was like, man, I gotta respect Uday. I can't I can't <laughs> I can't say nothing about our new head coach, man. His wife's on Instagram putting these pictures out here like that. You are you crazy? <laughs> so hey, season next year. We're ready. We're ready. Right? We ready to roll. Also in the sports news, look, Scotty Pippen, tone it down, Scotty. Scotty, I know look. I watched the whole Jordan last dance. We heard everything about it, but for him to come out on TV this past weekend and say that uh, the final dish off to Tony Kukoc was race related and he should have been the one to take that last shot in that playoff game. Um, Cause Phil, he said Phil Jackson wanted him to pass the ball to a white player. Scotty Phil Jackson coached the greatest black player of all time and let Jordan take and pretty much call it. Look, 
I don't know where Scottie Pippen comes off trying to say Phil Jackson is racist because he allowed him to pass the ball. Look, that Tony Kukoc shot is probably one of the best playoff series shots because that was the whole reason why they went and got Tony from from Croatia because Tony was killing everybody in the Summer Olympics when they had the freaking dream team. So come on, Scotty. You you trying to talk this racist stuff with Tony? Look, you all watch basketball, right? Come on. Yeah. Come, your <laughs> thoughts on this, guys. I mean, this is craziness. D- yo. I Phil, Jackson, I, Phil know, Jackson a racist? Come on. I know. I don't believe that. I, I can't believe that. You know, you would never know from behind the scenes. There's so much. But I, I don't know. You got to see it for yourself. I mean, but. In this day and age, people are upset about all kinds of things. So I, I you know, I can't call it. You know, that's, so. that's probably why his wife left him for that young dude. <laughs> <I'm just> oh, <laughs> no. Boy, you can be controversial. Salty. I need them fans. You know, that, that, that's what it's all about. So I cannot. I, I, I gotta stay in the middle. I'm a lover. I'm a... <laughs> that saltiness. I'm just. I'm just yes. saying, Scotty. Put on your Scotty, you gotta stop it. Okay, moving on into Biden bombshells. Uh, the community mourns 11 dead, 150 still missing in the Miami building collapse. Biden says he's gonna head there this week. Miami, Florida. Now you're up here because you're taking care of your dad, Solomon. Yeah. But you you've been down in Florida. Have you contacted your peoples and make sure everybody's okay down there? That you might have known in Miami. Everybody, that, well, we're we're in the Tampa area, so we're you know, so everybody there is good. But everybody that I know that may know anybody down there, so far I've been accounted for. But that good. was a huge tragedy, you know. Yeah, yeah, hundred huge tragedy. Still missing. Uh, our prayers and blessings go out to those who are missing. Yes, it is, it is a tragedy. Biden is heading down there this week, and um, you know we'll we'll see what's going to happen here. Also, um, as I said. Um, Biden's bizarre behavior in the Biden bombshells. Biden's bizarre behavior at press conference causes. What's happening now? What's going on? So what happened was, is Joe Biden was doing this thing about labor relations, and he went into this whole thing where he whispered during the whole press conference. You know, he had a moment, and he was at down on the mic, and he was whispering, and it reminded me of um, my cousins, you know, Yin Yang Twins, the Whisper Song, or Brandon Grimes, you know, hot in the track. You know, oh, it, it's just craziness that he did this whole thing and it's funny i'm pretty sure snl will be all over it (laughs) you know i'm pretty sure they'll be all over it Um, oh yeah again you know moving on so hey guys i gotta thank everybody for tuning in the show these are my sinister one beanies winter beanies baseball caps are on the way i want to thank everybody for supporting them as you guys see the pictures up there dj bobby steals holding it down with a sinister one beanie I got to represent my barber who got a beanie, yes. Corey, holding me down. DJ, uh, Daryl, UFC fighter, Peter Barrett with my support. Yes. He's got my hat on, my stepson. There is uh, Travis Pronington and Maddie Cameron. Lito from Kevin Jeffries. Happy hour. Well, your son's had a birthday, right? Yeah. Your son's yep. Had a birthday? Yep. And my son has a birthday. I got to mention that real quick, too. My son... He turned 25, Tyreek Hayes. We actually went to see Dave Chappelle for his birthday, um, and it was good stuff. Again, I got to thank these guys for coming on the show tonight. Thank you for having us on Short Notice, man. I appreciate you reaching out. And you think about getting back in front of the camera, man? Do some acting. You're doing really good here, man. Nah, you know what? I, I Look, I'm still a member of Boston Casting, and nice. um, 
I get the stuff from time to time. I've turned a lot of stuff down because I'm just I'm just too busy. Um, right. Being on the game plan was a great experience. I did another little thing. I've done some music video shoots, but right. you know, I, do I want to have that time devoted? You know, I I know Frank Zanowski, who you know Frank Zanowski, yeah, yeah. who is in Patriot Games. You know, he yeah. loves it. He loves the lifestyle. Um, he takes time off to do films and stuff, and I envy him. But the thing is, is I think I don't think I'm I'm made for. It. I I mean, if if they was to shoot like a zombie movie or something, I'm picky. I just can't be in something. There's things I'm gonna write a zombie in. movie for you. I'm gonna write a zombie movie and put you in. There we there, go. There you go. Because that that's what I want to be in. I want to be in okay. a in a zombie movie. There's that that's that's my big thing. You know. Wow. If I could have been an army of the dead, I'd have been happy, boy. Yeah, boy. So, hey, again, let them Thank know what so they can Thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. It was a good show. Good job. And uh, shout out to all the Simon mm-hmm. Clock music fans out there. And, and stay tuned. We're coming back. You know, we got more coming. So, yeah, man, when you get this music ready to go, let me know. Let's let's do a premiere maybe on this show and drop the music. Um, are you guys doing any music videos for the music? Do you have that? In We're looking to do a music video also this month. So, oh, really? We- yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, cool. Are you gonna co- like coincide the releases together? Or are you gonna do? Maybe- no, we're gonna probably gonna do the song first, and then towards the end of the month, uh, July, August, we're kind of putting it together now. But timing is everything. But yeah, looking for uh, girl car clubs. We got a oh. scene that we're looking for girl car clubs. So oh, yeah. You know any girl car clubs? I'm looking for one. Uh, to, to put in the in the video as well as oh, guy car clubs too, but there's an emphasis for this particular song that, oh, that we need the girl car club. So if I you know any out there, hit me up with Salmon Clock Music on my Instagram and on my Facebook, yeah. and um, we're we're gonna build this. The fast and the beautiful. Yes, that's it. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm gonna have to help you out and put that out there. So hey, everybody who tuned into the show, check out Drafting Circuits, Oscar Mike Radio, Maddie C Sports for You and Me, Happy Hour with Lido, and the Return of Talk Back with Gloria Shea. All these shows are partially produced or produced by your boy here, Sinister One Productions. So you want to hang out with me and check out those shows. Viana Marie's music is available on all music streaming outlets. And all I got to say now is, is SpongeBob, do me a favor, take us home. Maddie C Sports for you and me, 8.30 coming up. to my girl who's out there. I won't leave her out, but yes, you know, definitely. Okay. All right. We out of here. SpongeBob, do me a favor. Take us home. Peace. Well, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to The Booth on Hoobazoo and HatcherRadio.com. Please follow the Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Booth is a Sinister One production hosted by Sinister One. I've got to start hanging out with friends that are a little more intelligent and understand politics instead. It's just that I'm up on this level up here and all my friends are down here. Me, nah. You guys, nah. Maybe a little more down, down here. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I smoke, I drink, I do my thing. These bitches hating, so you know I got to make it plain. Don't do cocaine with your chick, my main. We stick together, true forever, yeah, you know we bang. I miss those days, which was easy. If only I make it, don't repeat. Now that I done upgraded, I've been upstate, but y'all think I'm playing. And I got a hit now for these weak assholes who think I ain't slaying. Try me, try me, and I'll probably end up laughing because I never back down. I'm that chick with a clean ass whip. I don't need that shit. It's like I'm my own now. 